What's up, everybody? It's Alex Acuff here with another Acuff's Adventure podcast. Um, as I said in the last episode, in this episode, we are working on the house. We are doing some demo work, and uh, which is pretty exciting. And uh, just wanted to cover exactly how I went about and actually found this property. So... Uh, we'll get to all this demo work in due time, but I uh, want to talk a little bit about strategy to finding your first property to flip or invest. Um, an ideal way to help somebody out. Uh, I actually really liked the way I did it. Um, ended up helping out the people that own the house a ton. And uh, so this is how I did it. Um, I was listening to Bigger Pockets podcast. Shout out to those guys. Um, they have been such an inspiration over the past couple of years and getting started in investing and everything. And, uh, I couldn't have done this without them and their guests and their insight on how they find property and help folks. So pretty excited about this one. Um, so what I did is that I got this property out of an estate. And so what that means is that, uh, this property, the owner passed away and the uh it goes into an estate and you can look up it goes into a will and so what i did is i went down to my local well first off i went online looking at all these different websites that said that they can search your area for wills and and find all these properties but it looked really expensive and i wasn't really into spending a ton of money on this and uh getting going so I went ahead and just did the legwork myself. I went online and, I mean, not went online, but I went to the local courthouse here in Lee County and went to the records room and searched through the wills. I had them show me how to do that, and which was pretty neat at first and getting going. So I had the opportunity to look through all these different wills and see uh, exactly which properties in my area. So. The way I kind of determined what I wanted, I had to set my criteria as far as like what I personally wanted. So what I did is I, I told myself I live in Auburn, Alabama. I would like, a, I want my properties in Auburn or the city of Opelika, which Opelika covers a huge area of the county. Auburn covers some of the county, but mostly Opelika and Auburn homes. It's kind of like a bubble town. There's a lot of value in the homes here. So I set my criteria to finding properties in Auburn. And then I wanted to look at who the executor of the estate is. So the person that, that goes to the attorney, goes to the uh, court, um, uh, goes to the probate attorney and probates the will. They're the executor or exit or executrix, executrix, I forgot how you pronounce that. Anyways, the only way to find their, their mailing address is by going through there. And you find the executor's address, you find the property's address. I like to make sure that the property is either the person who passed away deceased, make sure that they're, I mean, number one, they're not married and they don't have a spouse there. You really don't want to step on anyone's toes. And uh, I look for an opportunity that's like, it's a property that I believe is probably one that the people in the family, either they don't live in town uh, that will prefer, preferably they live out of town. And I've got a nice little letter of me and my wife that, uh, essentially says that we are 
uh, in local investors that we are willing to buy homes and would love the opportunity to meet with the owner, take a look at the house, uh, love to make them an offer. And um, that's really how we went about doing it. So I did about 35 wills. I found about 35, pro I identified 35 properties and I sent out those mailers. I talked to several of them. I met with a couple of them and I decided to make an offer on the one that I'm in right now that I'm talking to you from. And uh, as a realtor, ethically, you know, I have to disclose, I, well, I disclosed to them what I could sell it on the open market, but this home had a lot of deferred maintenance and a lot of pest issues, water leaks, etc. So, and it was really the ugliest home on the block. So I made them an offer that made sense for me and sense for them. And I think the biggest thing is that you want to make sure you have a win-win situation, have a great relationship with these people. They want to see the house when I'm done with it. And, uh, it just really opens it up for you for um, really good conversation about what you're trying to accomplish and how and how your skills can help the people selling the home. So anyways, I went through it. I did a thorough inspection. My father is a uh, general contractor, so I had him go through it with me as well. And if you don't have a general contractor in your family, I suggest making friends with one or talking to one or or uh, just dropping by job sites and seeing who runs the property, see if they do this kind of thing with flips or if they can at least do an analysis, help you out, maybe pay them a little bit. But uh, so we um, made the offer and after about really about a week or two of negotiating with them, we got the house at the right price that made sense for both parties. So it wasn't what it would be listed for in the MLS. And, you know, I didn't get my bottom price offer, but I just made it to where it really made sense for everybody and it was a win-win. So the next step, after you get an agreed contract with, with the people that are selling the home, the executor, then you want to, well, make sure you probably want to go ahead and go by the bank and talk with somebody. You know, I did a construction loan on this home because I was, it was a, I wanted to do a renovation. I wasn't sure how I wanted to finance it. There's a million different ways you can pay all cash. Um, you can get a loan, you can do what's, uh, you can do an improvement loan, you can do a second loan on the property if you buy it. Um, I didn't wanna do a live-in flip because I could not live in this house. <laughs> and uh, so we ended up doing a construction loan. So uh, if you're not familiar with a construction loan, it's where you go to the bank and they go to a local bank. I, I, I urge that, go to a local bank, someone that you can actually sit down and talk to, they can explain your options. and. You know, I told, I, you know, I was very inexperienced when I talked to them and I just explained to them that, you know, this is what I really wanted to do. I wanted to get this house and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to go in and do a real good gut remodel of this house, really nice windows, nice doors, nice drywall, nice finishes. I wanted to update it. I've got a sunken living room floor. I'm gonna have to pour a slab in, redo all the landscaping, resurface the outside, you know, a full on gut remodel. And then, uh, so what my task was after that is that I had to get together all my information for the loan. And so that means uh, your income statements for you or your spouse, whoever is buying the property, you've got to gather also your budget for the project, basically build a scope for the project. So that means going through line item by line item and exactly nailing down, bringing in subcontractors, getting quotes, and it took me about a month and a half to get all my quotes together in my budget. 
And, you know, I had guesstimated that it would take 70,000, 75,000. My budget actually ended up coming in right at 80. So I was pretty happy about my numbers. Um, and so what you do is you submit that to the bank. Uh, once they get all your information, then they will order an appraisal. From that point on, you've got to come out with your contractor, ideally, meet with the appraiser, go through the house, walk through, explain what you're doing, explain the quality of what you're going to be putting in a home, how you're going to be making it more suitable and livable, and what upgrades are you doing? Are you adding additional square footage? Are you enclosing a space? Are you moving walls? You know, what are you doing to really improve the home and improve the value? And um, ideally, so just to backtrack a little bit about the value of the home, you know, I went to, I found a house on a road that homes were selling for, I mean, reselling homes that were just clean, not really that updated at all, that were just 80s, 90s homes. And they were, uh, they were selling for basically what I'm trying to sell this home for when I'm done. So uh, you gotta make sure you do your due diligence. You find out what the, what the after repair value is. You give that to the bank. They take a look at that. They order the appraisal. You meet the appraiser. You go through the home, explain everything. He submits his appraisal, which uh, we got very fortunate. Came in higher than we expected. Um, and from there, then you go to the closing table. And so we did what was called an interest-only loan. So we got to the closing table, and our construction loan, our first draw was for the entire cost of the home. So basically, we gave cash to the home seller and they were happy with their numbers i was happy because the bank is taking a risk on me and they gave them the money and then you have you set up an account and you make your draws so you know you kind of break it down as far as where you go first your demo and everything and uh so my first payment you know is it's an interest only loan so you're paying whatever the floating rate is um, over, so like right now, I think it's five or five and a half percent. And, uh, you know, my loan, my, my interest only payments, some are probably right around 700 bucks a month. So essentially I'm only paying about 700 bucks to the bank and borrowing against it and borrowing on my credit and everything. And, uh, that's kind of how you get started. Uh, if you have any questions about kind of the process I just explained, uh, please feel free to reply, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to anyone about it. Uh, I think it's just such a cool project that I'm actually doing this podcast while I'm doing the renovation. So I'll tell you guys about all the surprises and how I just cut my finger tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, you know, maybe some ways that you can cut costs here and there, or, uh, you know, you know, if you have any questions about unknowns, if you've never done it before, if you're looking to get started, you and your spouse, I'd love to chat with you, uh, find out about your area. Um, big shout out, like I said earlier, to, to Bigger Pockets Podcast. Uh, those guys, if you really want to learn how to do real estate investing, go listen to that podcast. Go check them out. They do a fantastic job. And um, so that was the purchase process for this flip, our, the ACUF's first flip home. And uh, I will have more to come. We will probably go on to demo and talk about how we set up, you know, everything from getting uh, our permits, getting our dumpsters, our porta potty. So, and how you also set up guys to come and help you out. Uh, 
And there's a ton of different ways you can do this, but um, I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next adventure. See ya.